Let the games begin! Hi Episode 13. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted, where we talk about comics, TV, and more. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. And then they, um, they asked me to please leave. I was making a scene. So I'm not allowed in Dillard's anymore. And I just, I just wanted to get socks. Well, you don't get you don't get socks at the perfume counter. Right? I know, I know. Anyway, hey everyone, welcome to a half hour wasted. This is episode thirteen. Does that mean this is an unlucky episode? This is an unlucky episode. I don't believe in that. Really? No, I don't. I'm I don't. a I'm a firm believer in um in bad luck. I mean, look at me. For God, look how I'm dressed. Look like a homeless guy, and this is the best I had right now. You look now. like you're right out of the J. Crew catalog. Oh, thank you very much. All right. um, this well, is a, this is a special episode. This is a very special episode because on the phone we have our first guest, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to present artist Erica Hesse. Erica, are you there? Hi. Hi. Hey, hey it's Erica. I'm looking for the applause. <laughs> there we go. You can't hear the applause, but it's people are clapping for you like nobody's business. <laughs> Okay, so we first heard about Erica through uh, Comic Geek Speak. Uh, you seem to be you seem to be very popular with them, wouldn't you say, Erica? Who, me? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I don't really look at it like that. I guess I just look at myself as like another uh, person on the forum, just partaking in you know the fun. <laughs> Is that how your relationship with them started? You were just a, a forum member, like Frank and I, like Frank and me. Uh, my grammar's not too good. I don't speak. Good. Uh, <laughs> okay. Were you were you a forum member first? Um. Uh. Yeah, I was a forum member first. I think it just. I don't know how it happened, but I guess it just slowly progressed to. You know, I don't know. I still consider myself a forum member. I don't think. Uh, well, sure. Of course you are, but um, it's not like you. Uh, you sought them out to. Okay, that was going to come out wrong. I was going to say you just happen to be participating and say, "Oh, hey, by the way, I have this comic," and you obviously showed some people and they liked yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And, and we'll get into that in a bit. The um the title of that is the key but but we'll get to to that in uh in just a moment. Now did you go to episode one hundred or two hundred of the CGS um extravaganza, Erica? I went to the two hundred episode episode. That was uh last September. Okay. Um mm-hmm. All right, cool. You know, um, it was through there. It was listening to, to episode two hundred that I learned that Erica was was an artist, and then I started visiting her website and stuff. And Erica, I even uh, talked to you about even doing maybe a sketch for me, and that actually ended up going nowhere because, as Brad knows, I'm a bad collector. I mean, I don't <laughs> listen to this, Erica. Frank got a sketch from Buzz mm-hmm. and gave it to me. And and it, and it was no, it, it, I mean, Buzz does beautiful work, 
But you know what? I wasn't treating it with love and care. It was on my desk uh, on top of some books, and, and Brad, he loves that kind of stuff. That, so I that isn't it to say you. that Frank didn't like it. He did like it, and yeah. he does appreciate Buzz's art, but he knows that I love collecting, period. Yeah. So he gave it to me. So, you know, I started thinking, well, if I got this if I got this nice nice sketch from, from Eric, I mean, would I really appreciate it? And, you know, um, you, you should put your talents towards someone who would love your work <laughs> more than I would. Not that you would, not that you don't love it. But yeah, I'm just not a collector, Erica, that's all. Frank likes to give away. I mean, if I do a sketch for you, I'm going to have to frame it for you personally, have it framed. So that, that, that may be the off. only way, yeah. That may be the only way he would keep it, because otherwise he'd give it he'd give it to me, because yeah. I, I keep all that stuff. Yeah. I love that stuff. Ah. I'm well, definitely gonna have to get a sketch from you. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna work, I'm definitely gonna have to get a sketch from you at 300. Well, let's talk about your uh, your website and your art style, Erica. Your uh, your formal website is uh, hesse-art.com. That's H-E-S-S-E-A-R-T.com, and we'll put a link on our show notes uh, to kind of direct people towards it. But you know, just looking at the artwork that you have on there in your gallery and stuff. And tell me if I'm kind of hitting the mark, but you kind of your style kind of reminds me of like Frank Cho. Would you really? agree with that? Wow, uh, thank you. I consider that a compliment, but uh, no, I guess I um, I never really. Wow, <laughs> he's actually one of the he's one of the many artists I admire, but um, I don't think I really. I don't know. When I look at my work, I don't think I really look like. Uh, I don't think my style really reminds me of Frank Cho. Well, when I and say I, that, uh, I'm I'm talking more about. Um, you know, especially the the female figure. You, you know how 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 Frank likes to do really curvy women and stuff like that. And and um, you know, especially in the preview pages for the key, which we'll get to in a minute. I mean, the the lead in that. She she. Yeah. When I see it, I I see remnants of of like a Frank Cho. I mean, who are some of your who who do you admire artist wise? Oh uh, well, Frank Cho is definitely one of them. I really appreciate the way he draws the the female form. Um, I guess. I guess the artists I like do have an influence on how I do draw the female form because I do like uh, people. I do like artists that tend to draw them more voluptuous and more curvy as opposed to stick figures. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like. Uh, let me see. Uh, well, Frank is one of them. I like Terry Dodson. Uh, yeah, Dodson. I was going to say Dodson also. Dodson. Okay. Dodson's very. Dodson stuff is really nice. Yeah. Of course, uh, Adam Hughes. Um, Trying to think, uh, Joseph Michael Linsner. That's also another. Yeah, that's an artist that I that I um, I couldn't have told you his name, uh-huh. but when I looked at these preview pages, actually, we got to read the whole thing, but we're not going to talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, we won't talk about that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, reading, reading, uh, looking at that art, I, that's the first artist that came to me was Joseph Michael mm-hmm. Michael. Lister. I couldn't have said his name because it's hard to say. I can't mm-hmm. even say it mm-hmm. right now. But um, yes, I would agree with that. And. Um, I'm looking at page three right now, these preview pages, and mm-hmm. her name's Angie, right? Yeah, Angie. Angie. She just looks real. Yeah, she does. She just looks real. She doesn't look like a quote-unquote comic book character. She looks real. Um, yeah, I don't. I like to try to make uh, things, I mean, you know, as real as possible. I mean, of course, she's still, you know what I mean, like, I don't know, like, she's curvy, but not so crazy in a way where it's uh unrealistic i guess yeah because you could look at um you know like especially i mean both male and, and, and females forms in in comic books i mean you know the, the 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 females usually have these really broad shoulders and these really tiny waists and the guys you know it's usually just these bulking shoulders and these huge barrel chests 
and um, you know the the proportions, uh, especially with the female, are usually kind of Barbie esque in the comic book. But you, but you don't have that. I mean, I, you you are very grounded, and it's and it's just refreshing, and it's fun to look at. And that's one reason why I wanted to interview is just is because it, this is just um, it stands out to me, you know. Ah, thank you. It, it's fun to look at. It's fun to it's it's you know there's so much <clears throat> dark and grim and gritty type stuff out today, but. I wouldn't call your work grim and gritty at all. It's, I, I wish I had a word for it, but it's just it's pleasing to the eye. It's clean. Oh, thank you. It's clean and sharp. Oh, yeah, clean and sharp. I love it. Did you? Um, you're credited as the artist, right? Did you draw with pencil and then ink it, or did you do this on computer or what? Um, it's a combination of uh, several things. I did do the original art first. I started out as a pencil, then I inked it. And then uh, just traditionally how comic book artists do it, they scan it in, and uh, I colorized it in Photoshop. Okay. Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And what and about, did you do the lettering too? Um, no, I didn't do the lettering. I wanted to, but I had a friend of mine, somebody that I know that's in art field too, that she uh, did the lettering for me, and she did a really good job. Okay, yeah. I mean, I have, I have to agree, just just everything. And by the way, I don't, I don't think we, I, 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 we officially said, but we're talking about the key. Yeah, which, which, um, let me ask you. This has kind of been a um, something that you've been kind of not struggling with, but I mean, it's been a lot of work, hasn't it? It's been a long road. Yeah, it's definitely been a long. Road. <laughs> well, let's talk about the writer, Chris Holt. How do you know him, and how do you guys meet? Uh, Christopher. Um, actually, I think it's weird because I think when I was first starting out, I guess. Uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, I just had a stack of postcards and I was just going around, you know, postcards from my website and just kind of like randomly putting them in places. And I happened to stop in, uh, I think uh, I was in the mall and I stopped in Hot Topic and they had like a free bin and I just asked if I could stick some postcards in there. And uh, I got an email and it was Chris. I guess he was a work. He's a worker there. He still works there now. And uh, he just really likes my art, and he was pitching. He's, I guess, an aspiring writer as well, and he just uh, he uh, pitched an idea to me about a story he had, and I said I would be interested in it. And at the time, I didn't. I, I had my idea of the key. I had my uh, my notes and my research and everything. But at that time, I didn't think of uh, seeking out another writer. I was really determined to write it myself. But I think after uh, Chris sent me uh, a sample of his work, the way he his writing, I was really impressed, and I figured, yeah, well, you know, let's let's try it out, you know, see what kind of fit he would be for the story. So. Throw it up against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. So. How far how far in advance is is the story plotted? Because like Brad and I got to see uh, an advanced copy, um, but how, I mean, how many issues do you foresee this going? Uh, well, originally I wanted it to be an eight-part miniseries, but after Chris and I talked about it, we think it might be a little too drawn out for that. We decided to cut it down to six. Six, okay. So well, what going to be a six. Hmm? Oh, what are the challenges that you're facing, you and Chris, doing? To, uh, because I, I'm assuming, I mean, is this is this a small press? Are you doing it yourself? I mean, how are you putting it together? Um, it's all the self-publishing. Um, I use print-on-demand. Um, it's all, you know, on my free time. I work uh, a full-time job, so any time that I work on this is when I'm not at work. And anybody that works a full-time job knows how hard that 
this to do that. But uh, uh, let's nod in agreement. Yes, because <laughs> we have full time. I mean, this, this is the podcasting is our is you know what we do for fun. But oh my gosh, yeah, Frank and I. It does take even the stuff that you do for fun takes a lot of work. Frank yeah. you know, and I bust our hump forty two hours a week. Yes, uh-huh. if not more. And we work in the same building. Frank and I have worked together for like seven years. Yeah, but um, mm-hmm. no, it's hard being able to do anything. Yeah, so I, I guess you have, you have a, a passion, job. and that's kind of cool. Well, let's talk about. Well, let's jump into. I have a uh, question first before oh, okay. you. Uh, having read the first issue, should I have uh, picked up what the title "The Key" came from? Um, no, I think. Uh I know when you read some uh, stories and comics, like the title usually pops up somewhere in a story. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that in this, happening in this. Yeah, in this in this issue in this uh, series that we're doing is, uh, I don't think it's gonna pop up like right in your face. It's not gonna be like, uh, I mean, it may have the words to key in it further down the line, but in the beginning, it's not gonna be probably it's not gonna be spelling it out for readers. It's more uh, of a comic that, uh, as the story goes, it's going to kind of make you think. But it, it's going to make you wonder. Um, it will make key. sense. There is there is something that has to do with a key of some kind. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, the key it's it could stand for uh, several different things. Yeah. To me, obviously, the key doesn't mean an actual right. like key you put into a doorway. I mean, but it's uh, actually symbolizes uh, several different things, but. I can't uh, really get that away right now. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> we don't want to spoil anything. And Erica, again, I don't think I'm giving anything away. I'm just uh, I want to talk about a technique here that you use in in, in the storytelling, and it's um, it's this progression of uh, it's a series of frames. In fact, it's on it, it's on page six, where something happens, and then the the frames get progressively darker and darker and smaller, and darker and smaller, and then you come back on the next page and. You have nothing but black, but then you have kind of like the semi close up, and then and then you pull out, and there's very something very cinematic about it. Did did you do the plotting for the story? I mean, uh, for the um, did did you storyboard it all, or or did um, or did you and Chris brainstorm on it? Because that's that's something like out of a movie, you know, that particular scene I'm talking about. Oh, thank you. Um, actually, uh, well, when Chris wrote the story, he pretty much uh, he wrote like a general uh. I guess, like, little description with each panel, like how he would like to uh, envision things or see things. Um, but as for uh, the going in and out, I guess, uh, with the, with uh, what you're seeing, like a cinematic kind of feel, that was actually my own kind of idea. I guess uh, I was inspired by, uh, and you probably see that, like, probably in a lot of movies. But I thought, well, not most. <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry. Um, no, uh, I guess I just felt it would just give it a lot more impact, you know, like uh, especially with uh, the black screen. And, yeah, because, know. I mean, it, it, it really brings you into the moment, and you can almost, it's almost like when I was reading it in my mind, I could I could hear all the audio just becoming muted and, and everything becoming like, I don't know if tunnel vision is the right word, but like I could I could just see what it looked like, how, how it could look cinematically in a sense and, you know i don't even know if that's a fair word because comic books and, and movies are i mean they're, they're just different mediums but that's the only word i can think of to, to describe I think it's this a fair scene. word because there's there are several books that you can think of that are cinematically drawn they're um they just are grand in scope that it might remind you of a certain type of movie or um 
certain panel layouts panel to me remind me of of certain kinds of movies. I think cinematic is a fair word. I think it's appropriate. Hmm. Definitely uh, wanted to make it dramatic. I definitely wanted to uh, take my time, I guess, with uh, the storytelling. Like I, I know I like the the art to tell a story, and I'm I'm not one to like really rush into, uh, I guess, a situation or thing happening within the story. No, so if, if I you, guess yeah, if 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 it comes too fast, you know, it, it's almost like I wish I had a little suspense there, a little build up. Yeah. I think yeah. this first this first uh, issue is is paced nicely. Yes, makes but, me want the second one right now. Oh, thank you. And, and you, and <laughs> you can will be tell, glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell how how the how the main female character is because she's thrust into something. Again, we can't go into great detail about it, but she's thrust into something, and she's given a lot of information in a very short amount of time, and she is. I don't want to say confused, but if she's, I was that she's girl, taking it all in. I would be in. freaking out. And she is, and you can tell in the pages she is freaking <laughs> out. So yeah, any, anyway, just a fantastic job. We wish you the best. We wish you, the, wish you, you and Chris the best on the book. We're not done yet, but just just want to say good luck on on this. Are you gonna Are you gonna book? have copies of this at episode three hundred? Oh yes, definitely. I'll have Sweet. a stack there for anybody that wants to buy one. So. Oh, heck yeah. So, um, well, what are you reading these days? Are you an avid comic book reader, or you just read novels? What's on your table? Oh, right now? I'm a big comic book reader. Oh, I what am... you reading? <laughs> what do you read? What's what your favorite? Reading? What's your favorite? Um, my favorite? I don't really. I don't like to say I have a favorite. Okay, let's I... let's let's ask. I'm sorry to interrupt, but let's just ask this question right off the top. Are you a DC guy or girl, yeah. or a, or a Marvel guy or girl? Girl in your case. Uh, I've I seen your mean... picture. I know you're a girl. <laughs> I don't lean. I don't lean either toward each one. I do read uh, Marvel and DC, but I wouldn't. I will not. Uh, I don't think uh, I would be able to sit here and say, "Oh yes, I like Marvel and that's it." You know, I like them over DC. What I think you... they both have uh, stories that uh, I both enjoy. And plus, I read. I think I just read a, a lot of everything. I try to get like a nice mix. Like I like to read a lot of. of of mainstream and especially me and uh, independent titles. Yeah, I can I can definitely attest to having read a lot more independent titles since mm-hmm. listening to CGS. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't too. have given. I really. I wouldn't have given The Walking Dead time of day, but you know they just kept going on and on about it, and now I love that book. Yeah. That is an awesome. That is an awesome story. I love that book. I get it in the That's- trade. So I have to yeah, wait like six months. Came out with a trade too. I know. I just read it. It's really good. You know, Brad, when you said that, I wait for the trade. You sound like Ron Burgundy. I wait for the trade. I wait for the trade. <laughs> well, I have okay. a question. Um, yes, well, ma'am. Okay. What's your question? Do you do you wait for the trade, or do you read each uh, issue as it comes out? Um, you mean on that particular book? Yeah, on for The Walking Dead. I don't buy the the issues individually because i got in late on the story um Mm -hmm. so i i wait for the trade because i don't buy the issues um okay i i buy most of my books you know what actually that's probably the only book that i read regularly that i don't buy the monthlies on really yeah i'm a I'm more of a trade person because, as, as I stated earlier, I'm I'm not a good collector. 
So um, that that's why I like to trade because it's usually a, a, a nice encompassed story. You know, I read it, it's there, it's done, and I know I'm the exception because I mean, there's there's people out there who love to collect, and I do collect a few titles. Um, I wouldn't say you're the exception. Many. I know, I know that there's probably lots of people who who don't like to collect, yeah. or if they t- if they get a monthly. I, every time I go to the half price bookstore near my my house, uh-huh. I am amazed at which comic books I find in their comic uh-huh. book section. Like we're talking like recent comic books. I'm yeah. not talking like '80s, you know, Adventures of of Mushroom Man. I'm talking <laughs> about like the latest Valiant titles. Yeah, the latest issue of <laughs> of um, like I found a whole Punisher run. Wow! And and I I I personally can't imagine spending money on comic books and then reading them and then just giving them away or, or trying to get a little money from half price bookstore. Yeah. But what I'm saying is lots of people do it. Yeah. Do you collect, do you bag and board your comics? Yes, I do. I try to. <laughs> awesome. Have you, have you, uh, have you, um, tried the drawer boxes yet? Oh yeah. I'm a fan. Oh, no way. Fan. Really? I've got, I've all my collections in drawer boxes. I've 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 converted and I'll never go back. Um, <laughs> most of my I still I, have to transport. I still have to transfer all of them, but I started doing it a little, I guess, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I just absolutely love them. How okay, many, I love them. I, okay. How many long boxes did you have? How many long boxes? Yeah, oh, geez. I'm probably like minuscule compared to a lot of people. Uh, um, I think uh, one, two, three, four. Probably about eight. You know what? That's as many as I had. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's lots of average collections. I, I have hey, just because we have full-time jobs doesn't mean we can spend all our money on comics. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I tend to tra- I tend to uh, trade them out sometimes too. Like if I start, you know, running out of room, I really look at my collection and I think about which ones I can like make. I hate to part with them but you know like if i tend to outgrow them or i'll see if i can get it in a trade and that way i can make more room for more comics now, <laughs> now that's where i struggle with uh erica as i struggle with with the space thing because they're just uh, you know i just look at it goes look at i just look at all these things and i've read them and i've enjoyed them and and i think it's time to move on <laughs> and so you know i'll get it in the trade or something i mean trades look so nice on on the bookshelf and they're all just nice and neat and the whole story's in there and i don't have to go digging through looking for the for the story run i was looking for but yeah oh, i just don't like to have a lot of stuff but i, I, I do. love stuff yeah. i love stuff well let's let's talk about something other than comics unless as long okay i was going to say did you did you want to say anything more about your book because I know all I need to know, which is I can get a copy of it in September. I will definitely, I'll definitely have uh, issues there in September. Good. Um, hopefully, maybe. I mean, it's not definite. I may have issue two, issue number two by September also. Does Does so. Angie look like you on purpose? <laughs> Be honest. I'm sorry, say that again. Does Angie look like you on purpose? Um. No, actually, I've had a couple people say that to me, and I really don't think I look anything like Angie. Maybe but, it's just uh, just the red hair. <laughs> you have red hair, right? I think. What's that? You have red hair. Um, yeah, reddish, reddish kind of hair. Her the hair pictures I saw a... from Pittsburgh recently—it kind of looks like you had red. 
Yeah, it's, it's not, not as long. It's not as, oh, okay. It's not as long as Angie's either. <laughs> no, I think Angie, Angie's more of a, uh, I don't know. Yeah, she's definitely more of a vibrant redhead than I am. But <laughs> I've actually had people ask me if uh, if it's me, and I'm like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I'm like, um, All right, I'll take it. What's that? Oh, no, go go ahead. No, I was like, all right, I, I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure, I mean, it is is meant as, as a compliment for sure. Well, um, so I was looking on your MySpace, and we were looking at some of the music you like. Let's talk music. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I think there's two bands here that, that got Brad's attention. Well, there's lots of them. Um, look, how cool is Incubus? Oh, I love Incubus. Aren't they coming cool. to town, to Dallas? They're coming to Dallas in... Uh, I think it's September, actually. Okay. And it's really? A couple of weekends before episode 300, and I missed the chance to go see Incubus the last time ca- they came through. But I've seen them two or three times. I can't remember now, and uh, I just love. I play the bass guitar, and uh-huh. they their older bass player, not the not the recent new one that they got with this last album or two, uh, but the old one. Uh, it just Everything he did was right, and uh, I just love Incubus. I can put an Incubus discs on repeat all day long. Just, just some <laughs> of the some of the bands you, you you have on your MySpace are Soundgarden, Nirvana, uh, Tomahawk, The Darkness, Green Day, Killers, which I love the Killers. I can relate to them. Uh, Peter Gabriel, Tool. You're really a rocker. You like you like your music to write. Do you like ACDC? Maybe if I hear it on the radio, I can listen to it. But I don't. Ha- I don't own anything from them. Okay, but you seem to be kind kind of a rocker. Do you listen to a lot of music like that when you're drawing? Um, sometimes it's funny. I guess it depends on what mood I'm in. Lately, I've been drawing in a. I guess in in silence. But sometimes, I guess it all depends on what I'm drawing. Like if it's something that's really intense, I'll tend to listen to a lot more heavy music. You know, okay, it's funny you say it because I don't know what it is. I, I listen to music a lot when I'm at home doing stuff, typing, surfing the net, whatever. And today, uh, I played a CD. It ended, and I was at my desk, and I was I was on the computer and stuff. And I went about two hours, and then I realized I have no music, and I didn't miss it. And I wonder if I'm just – am I just getting older, Brad? That, that's exactly what it is, and I'll tell you why. When I was a teenager, I had one of those little portable jam boxes right. permanently attached to my shoulder. <laughs> And yeah, you know, I built a, like a little wooden shelf. No, I'm no. I'm, but seriously, I took my jam box everywhere I went. And when I graduated to the Walkman, it was with me everywhere I went. And now my iPod is with me everywhere I go. I always have music on in the car. Always, always, always. I have music on at home when I'm doing stuff. But over the last couple of years, I'm thirty. I'll be thirty-eight in June. Over the last few years. I've noticed that I'm kind of partial to silence more What's often up than with not. That? More often than I used to be. Eric, are you discovering that? Are you being more partial to silence? Uh, no, I like to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I like to listen to a lot of uh, loud music all the time. <laughs> Does that mean I'm younger then? <laughs> yeah, you're definitely because hey, Scott, turn down that music, you teenager. That music's too loud. Uh, but no, uh, I, don't want I definitely to, I mean, agree with that. I definitely like silence more. I mean, but I'm always listening. It's probably because, too, I'm uh, always listening to music in the car. 
so what would be a dream job for you? I, I mean, if you could have, obviously you're an illustrator, you're an artist, you know, and, and but what, if, if you could do anything, what, what do you want to be? be when you grow up? There Erica? you go. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I would like to do comics full time. I would like to do that in pinup art. That would be great in a perfect world. Wait, did you say handlebars? Handlebars? Oh no, pinup art. <laughs> what are you saying? What does is that sound word? like handlebars? What is that you're saying? What is that word? Pinup art? Yeah. What? Oh, pinup art. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a product of the phone line that, okay. that made it. Difficult to understand what word that was I'm you were sorry. saying. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time hearing you guys at times. Like when you talk, and then it sounds like you're done, but you're not. But it's like the I guess there's some kind of connection with the phone. Yeah, probably. Dad gum technology. <laughs> I thought she was saying handlebars. I was like, why? What's she has a handlebar? handlebar Brad? She has a handlebar mustache. Haven't you seen it on the pictures? <laughs> she wants to do. Ha- she wants to make handlebar mustaches. That's the yeah. craziest thing I've ever heard of. Angie has a handlebar mustache. No. Well, um. Okay, well, I tell you what, anything else you want to promote? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the key, the key will be coming out this week. It'll be available on my website at www.hessyart.com. And we will put that um, in our show notes so so that'll be a good link for the, uh so they'll see that when they when they go to our website. And uh and what what is today? Today's date. Just to mention it. Today's date is the 20th of May. So today is May 20th. So tomorrow it'll be available. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Tomorrow when, it'll be available. When people um, hear this, if they decide to listen to it the first day it's posted, mm-hmm. it will be available when they hear this. Cool. Yes, it will. Cool. Very cool. So that's actually my project for tonight. <laughs> you know, even though I'm going to get a, a copy at episode 300, I'm going to go ahead and order one uh, the day it comes out. I'm looking, oh, I'm yeah, looking that's f- great of you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to, to reading it. It'll, oh, be, it'll be nice. I think, uh, can I say one more thing? Please of course. Uh, I think, um, well, let me, I'm trying to think here. Um, there is something else I'm going to be working on, and I'm kind of excited about it. Is, Good. Uh, Are you drawing it? Um, well, it's just a pinup. It's okay. for a back cover of a comic, which Ooh. is pretty exciting. It's for a title that's going to be released soon from uh, Ape Entertainment. Sweet. <gasps> Sweet. Ook, ook. Can you tell us the title? A, can you tell us anything about it? Uh, I can tell you just a tiny bit about it because um, it hasn't actually been uh, – uh, it's just starting to, I guess, be promoted now. Um, it's called The Misadventures of Clark and Jefferson. It's uh, written by Jay Carvajal, and the artist is Mark Borsell. And it's uh, – I'm doing uh, – I'm not sure which issue yet, but uh, it's a miniseries, and I'm going to be doing the back cover for one of them. So it's pretty exciting. I can't wait. Very cool. Cool. It's going to be obviously. And I think that's going to be released in the fall sometime. Cool, and it'll be characters from from the book, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I'm looking forward. I really like uh, browsing your your website. It's got some really neat stuff on it. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome, and thank you for talking to us. And, yeah, yeah, and you're and our first interview. And you're Brian, a guinea you pig. We did. You're a guinea pig. I think. Pretty good. I think I need some uh, lessons in that. Hey, we're all learning together. I think when when the the listening public wakes up uh-huh. and discovers this podcast mm-hmm. called Half Hour Wasted, uh-huh. they're going to go, "That was amazing. Why didn't why haven't we been listening to this?" And I need to go to hessyart.com and buy a book or two. How uh-huh. often how often are these issues going to come out, by the way? In, in a question. in a perfect world. In a perfect world, I would love to have it bi-monthly, but I work a full-time job, so 
if I can try and get, I would like to get all six issues done, I guess, within a year, year and a half time span. That's the best I can uh, probably uh, say when they'll come out. I mean, I can't really say, oh, this one's good. I can't really set a timeline because uh, obviously I work a full-time job, but right. I will try to get them done as soon as, and quickly as possible. Like I said, I'm trying to shoot for uh, issue number two for uh, CGS 300. So awesome! Cut your fingers. <laughs> that's going to be. I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's very cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Can't wait to meet you in person over at, at oh, Tar- Geek Speak 300. We will be there. We'll probably be wearing some half-hour wasted T-shirts, well, maybe. Or I, well, we're not going there to promote our show. We're going. We there should. To- we should totally cra- come with a big banner. <laughs> I'm going to get HHW <laughs> tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> Hey, no, of course not. Erica, before we let go, how did we do? Oh, you guys did great. You think so? I just wish uh, I could explain myself a little bit more. but no, uh, I, I totally understood everything you said, except for that handlebar yeah. word you kept saying. What? Why does she I don't know, I don't do know why she brings up handlebars. None know. of us brought up handlebars. I don't that know makes what that no was. sense to me whatsoever. That doesn't make sense. No, there's a feel for handlebars. You never know. <laughs> I guess so. Well, okay. Thanks well, for being our guinea pig. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> And I guess, um, Brett, no, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Okay. Do you and mind if we talk about it on the CGS board? Hey, we sure. talked to Erica Hesse. I'm sure oh, they'll. I'm yeah, you guys can. I don't mind. Okay, cool. <laughs> that would be very good. I would be. That would be great, actually. Yeah, I'd love. I'd love for. Because um, I know that they interviewed you at least once, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, twice at, at both of the Pittsburgh shows. They, they were those on floor interviews. Oh, cool. I was mm-hmm. thinking they had you on the phone once, though. Maybe that was that. They haven't other- had me on the phone yet. They will. I think. Uh, me. Well, I can't really give anything away. But, no, please uh, don't. Please I may don't. be talking with them again soon. No spoilers. Okay, good. It was that other Erica Hesse they had on the phone. <laughs> the yeah, evil Erica Hesse. It, it was the mean Erica Hesse, the one with the eyebrows and the shapes of a, of a V. Oh yeah, like evil Kirk. Well, if you've seen the pictures of me on the web from Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the picture with you and and Wolverine and um and the Beast. <laughs> you see the pictures of uh, I guess uh, when we were all out at the um, I guess at Prime Annie's and uh, at the bar. Yeah, there's weren't you sticking your tongue out on one of them or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I guess uh, I was relieving all the stress of the con. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a table at Pittsburgh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. So I had cable. Very cool. It was really cool. I love Pittsburgh. It's a lot of fun. You know, I seem to remember. I get maybe on your MySpace that picture of you with the giant hot dog. Is that still? <laughs> is it on your MySpace? I got to show that to you, Brad. Yeah, it's all of a sudden I'm hungry. It's, it's still on there. I don't remember if I took it down or not. Oh, okay. Well, if not, uh, it's 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 her. You know, there's this for some reason there's a giant hot dog holding his muscles up like this, and she's standing right next to it. It's like a six eight foot statue. And you had tickets to the gun show. <laughs> yeah. The hot dog gun show? I'll have to, uh, if I don't have it up, I'll have to post it back up on my MySpace page. That's actually, it's it's for uh, a restaurant. It was in Baltimore. It was crazy, and I just thought I had a, I loved it, so I had to get my picture taken next to it. That's cool. funny. Well, okay. Well, Erica, thank you so much. We don't want to, we don't want to hold you up anymore since you got to put the book up on, on the website. Okay. But, uh, but thanks so much for talking to us. Yes, we appreciate it. Thanks very much. Oh, thank you. We'll, You're welcome. We'll see you in a few months. Okay. All right. Take care, Erica. Bye. 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 Uh, How cool was that? That was awesome. Wow. That was awesome. I was. I don't know what to say half the time, but (laughs) now we are way over a half hour. Well, we're by. We're about like 
five, six minutes over. So, But we're going to go edit part of it out, remember? Yeah. All right. Don't say that because... Well, well, you've already said that we're five minutes over. Yeah, well, I did that because we're actually... Oh, you compensated? Minutes. I compensated. Dang, I, I ruined the magic. <laughs> I ruined the magic. So, but anyway, um, you ready to wrap up? Yeah, let's... Well, we had a comment, but we'll read it next time. Sorry about that, Joe. We'll yeah. read your comment next time. Well, we'll read it for episode 14. But uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, if you have any comments, email us at halfhourwasted at gmail.com or visit us at uh, halfhourwasted.com and be sure to visit Erica Hesse's site at uh, Hesse H-E-S-S-E dash A-R-T Hesse Art dot com we'll also put that link on our on our show notes show notes guys thanks for listening thanks guys see you later bye bye